Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance and I'm here with my partner. Water. And we're excited to be here for another episode. Um, I just got off of work currently, so I'm tired. I'm sure you're energized. I'm not. I actually just got off of my Peloton. Oh, that's actually nice. Oh, so yeah, well, I'm just as tired as you are. Why you didn't do it this morning? Because I can do whatever I feel like it. <laughs> Who the hell's gonna wake up to go work out? That's stupid. <laughs> that's what I do. It gets my day going. Oh, that's you. <laughs> Not that. So how Not was that. it? Uh, like any other workout. So, Shitty. I was just going to say, so fun? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, not at all. Because I actually just fun. seen, I just seen someone on social media with my Facebook that had a Peloton. Um, so that's how I kind of know what it is. Because I, I wouldn't have known if I hadn't seen it maybe about an hour ago. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't have. Okay. So you just, okay. Yeah, just an hour. An hour ago, because I'm used to the old school where you either go to the gym or you go running or whatever. Um, and just an update, my ankle is doing 10 times better. So I've been working out since like maybe last Thursday. So you're going to re-injure yourself again is what you're saying? No, I'm just saying I'm I'm tough. Um, it's still a little swollen in, in, a certain, in certain areas, but for the most part, I'm good. I can walk on it. Haven't really needed anything, so I'm good. I feel like my body's healing fast. You know, still like I'm in my prime. So that makes me feel a bit better about myself. How many more years you have till 30? One more? <laughs> I was just asking because that shit gonna change after that. It's changing now. It is mm. definitely changing now. Just wait till the first day of 30. You know, I heard like as soon as you turn 30, like as soon as the, the clock strikes 12, that shit just changes quickly. All them previous injuries you had, you started feeling them all over your body. Wow. This Everything is... that you had in the past that you thought was healed, it come back on the 30th birthday. Just let you know that you're now 30 and don't do that shit again because I'm not going to heal. Because <laughs> I, you're like the third person that's Put told me that and I thought they were joking. Oh, no. No, it's it's the absolute truth. The day of everything, no. when you had stub your toe when you were twenty five, yeah. Next time you do it, it's just gonna break. Just to let you know. Um, remember when you had fell and hurt your knee when you was nineteen? Yeah. Next time, I'm just gonna give out on you. So no. don't expect me to be at my best now that I'm thirty. Now I'm kind of scared. Yeah, you should be. Oh, God. Anywho, <laughs> well, let's just get off that subject. This is actually depressing me, and I don't like anything oh. about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. Well, I, I might as well tell you, because ain't nobody told me. <laughs> nobody didn't tell me until I started saying something. They were like, oh, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> oh, well, it would have been nice if somebody would have warned me, but clearly I don't have any good friends, so. So I appreciate you for being a good friend if this is what you call it. Yeah, this is me telling you, be prepared. Right. 
Gotcha. It's, it's about to be different. So, how was your Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. This okay? It was different. It was different this year, of course. My of mom course. is no longer here, so it was a different situation, but it was fine. I cooked. People ate. <laughs> so, and that's it was still the same. <laughs> oh, wow. I cooked. They ate. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, How I was, was your Thanksgiving. It was pretty good. You know, I did exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't want to go with most of my family. I just wanted to kind of chill with my immediate family, like my mom, my dad, my siblings, and stuff like that. And so that's what we did. Just kind of chill, kick back. I went and hung out well, with my. You're 45 of y'all, so you made it seem like and ain't. it was only like two people. That's what it yeah, felt like. A lot of people. It was only, let me see, how many is it? It's six. Yeah, so six of us total. Um, so, yeah, it was cool. Everything was done by 12. So, you know, we had a real Thanksgiving. By 12? Yes, like we were good to go. What do you mean? Your, oh, your food was done? Yeah, food was done by 12. Mean, oh, I thought you meant you made everybody eat by 12 and they had to go after that. <laughs> oh, your food was completed at 12. Yes, mm. the food and everything was done well, by 12. I saw a meme that says if your food is cooked by 12 o'clock, that means you ain't seasoned your food. And that's a lie. Um, <laughs> we just got up. They just got up earlier and prepped it, which is actually a good thing, you know, because I'm used to like when we go up with our bigger family, we um we usually don't eat to about three or four just because you have people that bring stuff and then they're straggling in and it's just a lot going on. I just wanted to be able to be around the people I wanted eat what I wanted, have two or three plates if I felt like it, and just relax. And I got that. You know. Okay. So, it, it was good. But I will say, um, I was kind of sad more so, um, just looking at the way that the world changed. And I, I pretty much just mm-hmm. want to talk about what I'm thankful for. I know Thanksgiving is over with, but I just want to talk about the little things that, you know, we're thankful for because I've seen a lot of individuals. It's almost like the world continue to have Thanksgiving, but there are a lot of people that are suffering right now. And it kind of broke my heart and touched my emotional side, seeing individuals and families go without. And it's like we take for granted just the little things, like having our family around, you know, because, of course, you don't have your mom this year, but you have your sister, you have your dad, you know. You got those closest to you. And oftentimes Mm -hmm. we take those things for granted. And now we're in a pandemic where a lot of individuals have lost a lot this year. You know, the little things that they thought they were, that we would always have the things that we didn't value as much. um, A lot of individuals went without. And I was just like, wow. It brought a lot of things into perspective. Um, And, of course, I appreciate all those that gave back to the community and, you know, whatnot. And I've seen a lot of people giving away turkeys. But one thing that kind of bothered me, I felt like was kind of inconsiderate, is that I saw individuals giving away turkeys. But a lot of people don't have a place to cook a turkey. Right. They don't have anything to to actually eat the turkey with. Like I've seen. You give them a turkey, they got this big ass turkey and nothing else. Right. Nothing else. You're giving away turkeys. And I seen someone, you know, I I know it came from a good heart, but I don't think they thought it through. 
um, they were giving away turkeys to people, you know, anyone that was around and asked for one, homeless people. I'm like, if they don't have a home, what are they going to do with this big ass frozen turkey? If they come mm. up on a bicycle asking for a turkey, what what are they going to do with it? How are they yeah. going to season it? Like I'm I'm over the giving the turkeys out. Like you can you can easily give out a whole meal in a bag in a right. Bag, right? Right. Like you could give a bag of rice. Right. <laughs> you could still give the turkey. You can give I don't know some fresh produce. You could give fresh green beans or whatever. Um instead of just giving out these turkeys because like you said a lot of people don't even have um they you're giving them a turkey and don't have anything else to, to right. make with it or they don't even have a place why why are we not i guess you can't really cook the turkey huh but you could i, I just you can't cook the turkey i just can't give to them yeah i just feel like they just didn't think it through and a lot of it i don't, I don't know i had mixed feelings about it because i know maybe it came from a good place but everybody was recording what they were doing and who they were giving it to. And I'm like, these individuals, you know, they ain't really got much, but you're showing off that mm-hmm. you're giving Turkey. So is it really for you to show that you're doing something to the world or is it really coming from a good place? Cause me personally, I feel like, you know, with the way times are and the people that are in need, I would put my, my head together and come up with like little baskets of things that they could have as far as like finger foods. So instead of like, I know they may want a traditional Thanksgiving with turkey gravy and those things, but you know, it's not really feasible if they don't really have the proper means to cook these items and things of that magnitude. So I will pass- at the same time, those individuals need to know why are you even going to go get the turkey if you know you ain't got no place to cook it. Right. But even if you're like homeless or something, like they're always going to get something that's free but i'm like if i'm going to give something back i may even come up with like maybe a little small gift basket with like finger foods that they can have you know what i'm saying right like mini popcorns like it may not be thanksgiving quote-unquote but it's something that they can have they could have had different things like people who actually were like families that were really coming in and maybe they do have a place to say you give them something that's more um that makes more sense. You could give them a turkey and stuff. But the people who are homeless, you could, you could literally make turkey sandwiches if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and put it in and give it to them that way. Yeah, if you were right. going to buy a bunch of turkeys and stuff, why not just go ahead and cook them and slice them up and, and maybe and give them to in a Ziploc right. zip ba- zip bag with maybe a loaf of bread or, you know, something to that extent. Right, I feel you like... You could still eat turkey cold or hot, even if it's sliced up. Right. And, so... Even if they may not have a place to put it, it would still be something that they can eat. You can give them bread. You can give them, yeah. Right. And, that, and, and I, I guess, I mean, a lot of the times I know they're getting it, they're, the food is donated from certain places. So I get why it may be hard. And it sounds very easy for us to say, well, why didn't they just do this? But it's donations. So they're just doing... They're just giving out what they've been given. And and that's what I'm saying. Well, a lot of them were like people that were buying them themselves, like going to the store and getting these items and turkeys. And that's where it was like, I'm confused as to if it's even for like the goodness of their heart to give back or is it for you to, to make yourself feel good or for social media? Because me, when I did the Thanksgiving drive and me giving back, 
only pictures people may have saw was me actually there. They didn't see me giving anyone anything or doing anything with them because I feel like that's something personal. I don't, I don't never want anyone to be put out there or feel a certain type of way about their situation. So I will never give back to anyone or do anything for anyone out of the kindness of my heart and record it or post it. And so that's where in my head, it's like, okay, who is this really for? Mm-hmm. Who is it really for? And then it's almost like, I, I know that everybody that is going through something now that we're in a pandemic is difficult. A lot of them have pride. You know what I'm saying? They weren't, they probably weren't mm-hmm. in this situation last year. Yeah. And even I if I was watching, um, I can't remember. I think it was probably CNN and I was, it was a lady they were interviewing and she was saying how she went from a job where she's making over a hundred thousand a year to no job and she's getting unemployment. Fortunately, she's getting unemployment and you know, Florida's unemployment is only two seventy five a week Mm -hmm. and she has two teenage boys. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, well, we already know how teenage boys eat. Right. But it's like, how how are you even managing? And how are you going to make it? How are you going to feed? And she's like, you know, she has a $1,600 mortgage, um, and which was nothing, you know, when you're paying, when you're making over 100000 Right. But now she's, she has nothing and possibly going to lose her house soon if she doesn't find work and you know right. and it's that type of thing it's like it's not it's not even for the for the people who um and not to say that those who are impoverished don't um deserve any kind of you know like recognition but the people who have been working and have had you know good jobs stable households stable living your kids have never really had to do without any and to go from just immediately nothing right or hold or just trying to hold on to whatever right you know that that's kind of rough yeah it's it's rough and i want to say i mean we knew that there were homeless individuals and people that were losing things prior to this year you know just you know whatever life throws at you but this year i think it was a little bit different and it just made me sit back and reflect because this year, literally every holiday so far has not felt like a traditional oh, holiday. holiday. Yeah. It has not, nothing has been the same in my opinion, down to the sports, yeah. school, work, whatever the case may be, nothing has felt the same this entire year. And even this year, you know, I thought it would have been better just to stay home with my immediate family, but it was just like, it was still kind of gloomy because there are so many individuals that were in need and, and, it, right. and, and it was hard for me to enjoy it with my family, even though of course I'm going to enjoy the food, but it was like when I was done, it was like, God, we have a lot of food here and it's a lot of mm-hmm. people that are going without. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's either we're going to have to force ourselves to eat all this because most times we just throw the things away maybe two days afterwards because we don't eat all of it. But it was right. like, I cannot fathom getting rid of this food when there are people that actually need it. Yeah, just, just imagine how you normally, we would just throw away the leftovers, right? Right. There are some people who cannot even afford, they are probably yes. still eating Thanksgiving food right now because right. they can't afford to throw it away. Right. 
and and that was one of the things that I that I was thinking about. You know, when it came back to the turkey thing, it's like when I did through the Thanksgiving drive, we made sure we gave them items that they can cook and eat off of. And even if they open it, they would be able to save some if they did, they weren't going to use all of it. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Like perishable things. But when you buy things for the moment, like a lot of people don't have that ability or they don't want that ability to have something where they have to throw it out within a couple of days. You give them fresh fruit, you know, fruit are going to go bad in a couple of days. So my mindset is perishables. What can they use? Things that are, you know, wrapped up that are in boxes, something that they can eat off for a day or a week, you know, just to have different options. It's like my whole mindset, my whole mindset has shifted um, to the need of others immediately. And I just feel like I'm, I'm so helpless right now to those that need help. So, so what did we do? Because the, the thing is you have another holiday coming up, right? Which right. Is even more, um, which there's even more pressure on, right? Thanksgiving. Right. It's not as much pressure as Christmas is, right? Because you're expected to give gifts and do all these things. Mm -hmm. So, what what do we what do they do? That's why I mean I hate what I keep I keep saying I didn't know Christmas was going to happen. I thought we canceled Christmas, right? And the reason why I'm saying that a lot of times is because the pressures of people trying to scramble to go buy gifts. And trying to make, trying to make everything feel normal right. when it's not right, and and that's the and difficult I thing. Feel like that is that that's part of the problem. Right. If we, and I'm not saying that we have to just forget and not we. If you're able to give, then fine. But the fact that you know you have these stores, thank great. I'm thankful that they did not open on Thanksgiving and they let people spend their time with their families. Correct. Um, but the pressures of people, I still, even when I went in the, went to the stores over the weekend, there's still this franticness of people right. like trying to buy stuff and doing, I'm just thinking y'all have really lost the whole perspective of this whole COVID right. and what's going on in the world. And maybe like, luckily for me, the people who are around me weren't really affected, mm-hmm. um, not financially, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the people that I know and that um, I'm friends with or my family members, either they all kept their jobs or if they were laid off for a little bit, they were brought back on or nobody was really affected financially. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to see, it's hard to know or see past that if the people are around you are all good. Right. And and you don't know what is going on outside of them or outside of your world. And it's not like every year there's not people who don't have and don't and can't do, right? It's just that this year it's so much more. There's so many more people that aren't able to give, aren't able to do, their families are struggling. Um <clears throat> And you can't, you can't hide from it. It's right. in your face. Right. And it's just like, like you said, you know, we got Christmas coming up, which brings even more pressure. Like I thought I was kind of sad and looking up and thinking about others. Thanksgiving 
it's going to be worse for me come Christmas time and the closer it gets. Because we used to give toys, you know, to different drives, you know, for those that were in need. Now we're in a situation where it's going to be even more. Mm-hmm. Like the little bit we used to give before, we used to be like, you know, it's all I can give. You know, I hope it, I hope it's well. But now you have so many more. So Which many more. Which is why I don't understand why there's this, like, still there's, there's this energy of, oh, I got to get this, I got to get this. I'm thinking, this is a time where you, I can't tell people what to do in their household, but this is a time where you say to your kids, like, listen, there will be no gift. Right. <laughs> there will be nothing. There will be family time. We can go to the park. We can do some, but we're going to have to, we're going to take off this year right. because it's not important. And, and I don't know how you relate that to kids who pro- probably have gotten everything that they've wanted every year, you know, mm-hmm. of their life they can, as, as long as they could remember Christmas, but you have to put it in perspective to them. Like, yo, this, this year, we're we're just gonna scale back, and we're just gonna maybe we just all do gingerbread houses together, and we you know we make Christmas Day an event of something, but it doesn't include you receiving anything because there's so many people right now who who can't right I, their I, kids who can't get anything right, and I think honestly this is the time to enlighten them on what you know. Christmas is actually about this is probably what the, it really means yeah this yeah. is this is like the perfect year and the best example to show what it really means and and what it stands for you know it's always been the notion of it's better to give than receive well this is the year now where a lot of people need to receive they don't have the ability to give now you can use this as an example because before you always said, yeah, it's better to give than receive. But kids don't understand that because they're getting 500 gifts every year. So now you have a you have a different perspective and you have actual examples to show them why it's better to give than to receive. Seeing what others are going through. Look at all these kids that are going without because before when the world was functioning well, you know, it's hard to get caught up in the Santa Claus and this and that and, and the lights and, and whatever else. But it's people out here that actually don't even have the ability to to put up lights this year and have them running all night. Why? Because the light bill is going to go up. They, right. they can't have right. the Christmas tree because the, they can't leave the lights up because that's extra money that we're still trying to manage how we're going to pay the mortgage this month. How are we going to make this right. car note this month? Right. It, it's it the yeah. the whole spirit has been affected, and I think this mm-hmm. is a time where we, as individuals and as citizens, you know, we come to grips and we start being honest with ourselves and honest with others, and stop trying to mask what we're all actually going through. Yeah, I think I think that's what people. That's where everybody. Well, most people are at now. It's kind of this. I'm just gonna seem like everything is good and great or I'm just going to keep it moving because it ha- it's not affecting me personally mm. um, but we we cannot do that I, I mean I don't know I'm not a religious person you know but if God is trying to teach us as a nation a lesson or something we're not getting it at all I feel like a lot of people are not getting it and I think it's, it I, may linger on longer than it needs to until we get it. Right. And I think, honestly, 
for me because I am religious and spiritual, you know, it has been something that's been a slow progress. Wait, hold on now. What I mean by that, don't no, don't, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not, I'm not miscuing with you, what you're saying. saying. I'm just saying, I'm just saying from my you perspective. Can't say like, well, since I know Jesus. No, I'm just saying since That's... I am religious and I am spiritual, me in my eyes and what I've seen over the past five years, I have seen the world go backwards. And literally in church, this is the things that we're talking about. How the world is getting worse and worse to the point where. You know, it's to the point where when are you when are we going to wake up as citizens, as Americans, as people that should care for one another, you know, that have values and morals, you know, and just love in general. And it's like I feel like this year was almost like the bottom of the pit where God may have and, been like, and I don't even think it is. And that's what's that's scary. What's so bad. It's like when people are like, oh, yeah, I just want 2020 to be over. I'm like, yeah, but 2021 about to be a bitch too. Yeah. I don't think that this is going to be like once we cross over December 31st yeah. and here comes January 1st, everything is going to go to great. No, no, I, no, I think this shit is about to keep steamrolling for yeah. a little bit. It is until we started making a change as in, I think it starts first as individuals, forget saying as a nation, as individuals and us as human beings and people, it starts on how we treat one of one another. When we started going in this pandemic, you know, and when we got into this presidential stuff, look at how we were treating one another. Yeah. There was not a care. And now you have, you get into a season where family and togetherness is supposed to be prominent and it's not. Yeah. And and even if you do have the ability to give back to your family, your children, just imagine how it's going to look to others or other kids that don't have the ability to get anything. And that's my biggest thing. And, and it, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels like this, but I don't like to post things that I get or like being mm-hmm. boastful because I don't know who's watching who may feel like they're a failure because they can't do this for their family or do this for themselves. Right. And you know, social media has right. like been- you don't yeah, it's very true because you you don't know like as much as I st- okay. So on a personal note, like I started to realize that me posting as much as it was because um, I'm trying to rebrand myself and stuff, so I'm posting more, I'm being more um personal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um but I started to realize that people were perceiving my post as like, oh, she's so strong. Oh, she got it together. Oh, she, look at how she's, you know, gotten past what happened with her mother and how she's fighting through, you know, everything that's going on with COVID this year. And, you know, she's this strong businesswoman. I'm like, oh, is that what that's showing? <laughs> because right. that's not what I was trying to portray to you. I was just trying to show that I'm normal, like I'm human, like I have feelings, I do, you know what I'm saying? But you don't know who is looking at your post right? and how they're perceiving it, right? So I may post something about, I don't know, that I got some shoes. I don't know. I don't really post about me getting shoes. But, and that may be a dagger to somebody. That could be a trigger to somebody like, oh my God, my life ain't shit because I didn't go get whatever right or it could be a dang you know i appreciate her show i like those and i'm gonna go work hard so i can get this too you know what i'm saying you just don't know right you don't what it 
doing or where people are in their life right. at the moment or their mental state at the moment and right. how your post can affect people. Right. And you don't, you don't understand, but we don't know who looks up to us. A lot of people may look up to us and may not say anything, but they just follow us through our pictures or via social media and just maybe try to maneuver like us. And, you know, just us being materialistic slightly, of course you and I are not boastful people. We're not people that try to smush things in others face and tell them, you know, you don't have the ability to get this. This is exclusive. That's not who we are as individuals, but just by them watching us and looking up to us and what we do, those it's little things like that, that can make them go into a depression or feel a certain type of way because of what's going on now. It's all a trickle down effect. And that's why I feel like even with what's going on now with all these celebrities getting robbed and, you know, getting shot and killed, we're in a state where everybody's mental is being tested for one. Everybody's livelihoods is being challenged. And if you're not strong enough to handle the different things that are being thrown at you on different levels, the things that you post and the things that you do, you may be doing it just because you have the ability to have it and do what you want, but you don't know what you're doing to others. So like right. when I see these rappers getting killed and they're saying someone's just jealous, I'm like, look at how you are. There are people literally in the slums that are fighting for their lives every day to keep a roof over their head, to keep lights on, to keep mm-hmm. a vehicle, whatever. I mean, it was like this mm-hmm. before, not saying it just happened in 2020, but it's, it's gotten worse and how you perceive yeah. yourself and how you come at people and how you post things towards people is none of it is in a motivational way. I, I think, I think with the celebrities, it's more of them trying to save face mm-hmm. and not truly speak about how the pandemic has affected them. Mm-hmm. Um, because the reality is it has affected everybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you have, um, it has stopped a lot of money, especially for entertainers. So um, they have had to realize that their talent of singing and dancing and rapping is not the only thing that's needed anymore, right? Mm -hmm. They realize that their one little nine to five ain't cutting it because you can't even go, you can't do nothing. Even even athletes, like they're stopping full games because, People are catching it. And, you know, the NBA locks shut down. All, all this stuff. And so it has affected everybody in in all in different, every aspect of life. Right. You can't say you haven't been. Right. Um, but I think they're trying to save face. They're trying to make it seem like everything is good. And, and that is what is messing with a lot of people. Because, one, that's why a lot of people don't take the virus serious. Right. Um. And they, they choose to ignore and still be out here and, and, you know, doing all the things that they're doing. And then it's also affecting those who really have had some issues during COVID. And now they're feeling, like you said, depressed. Depression right. is it's very real right now. Right. Um, and people are just kind of like living with it or maneuvering through life mm-hmm. with it and not calling it what it is because it's that's scary to say because we've been talking about mental health for a while now right yeah but this was like yeah this year yeah. was the year of <laughs> mental get health your mental health together right because this is going to be hard for people to get through right and it's and it's and not it's showing changing. itself right it's, and it's not changing and even with these celebrities like 
they're dealing with it because now we're in a situation where you don't have the world, you know, the, the tours that you're going on and you're doing a, a performance every night to keep your mind off of things and distracted. Mm-hmm. Now they want love and just genuine people around, but there's still so many hands mm-hmm. because they're, they're used to supporting others to keep them around, to make them feel better about themselves. Right. So now that mm-hmm. you've kind of stopped, your work is kind of on hold or slowed down. You want genuine love. Those that are just happy to be around you and make you laugh or just spend time with you without asking for something or without you having to do something for them or without you having to give something to them. Um, And I think, you know, to your point, they're doing it to save face because you can't go out to these shows every day. You don't have these these club, you know, these club promotions that you got to do every night. You don't have that right now. So you're at home. And when the entourage, the lights, you know, the cameras stop flashing and you have this TV and these four walls and this California king size bed, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking about? Who's there? Who's genuinely there? And what was actually shocking to me is the, that... Where, where are the people that you kind of dissed and, and pushed to the side because now... You know, you are who you are. Right. Right? So, you, it is all these things mm-hmm. that that they have they have to be faced with. Right. Because when, when, when the world slows down like this, like, you have no choice but to at some point be with your own thoughts. Right. And be with your own, like, everything that you've been trying to suppress, um, <laughs> you... You can't. Mm-hmm. It will bubble up to the surface. It always does. And it's either you're going to address it or you're going to sit here and try to act like everything is good and great. And that's only going to be detrimental to you later on in life. Right. Because they've been able to pay their way to keep however they were feeling down. I can pay to keep people around. I can buy another chain or I can buy another car to make me you know, feel good about myself right now. But now you're in a situation mm-hmm. where you got to cut back because you don't know when things are going to get back to normal. You still, you, you know, the houses that you have for these 10 people, you still got to pay for those. And just think about the newer celebrities who, who, who just got a little bit of money, right? right. Like you just get in to the bag at this point And now all of a sudden you really have to maneuver differently. If you didn't have an accountant before, if you didn't have somebody watching your money before, this is the time because you really don't know when you're going to get another means of income. If you didn't have any endorsements or Mm -hmm. investments or anything already, you really don't know. Right. You don't, you don't even know what your next move is going to be. How relevant are you going to be after this pandemic? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you may have been just reaching your peak of, you know, getting that buzz and then the pandemic happened. So now what are you forced to do? Starting putting your stuff out for free to make sure you stay relevant, but you need the money. It's almost like you're back to the struggle again. I mean, I even see it in my own industry and, and we were faced with it too. And what happens when you can't do hair? Right. <laughs> you can't, you can't, touch people we we touch people right. literally physically touch people so at some point you have to realize like oh it's not only about doing the hair i gotta figure something else out also just in case there's times like this when i'm not able to do right look at all those people who were working at disney disney oh, the, the amusement park for florida is 
bread and butter, right? It keeps right. the state going. Um, and they have been, look at all the people they've laid off. You had some household where the mother, the father, and the kids work at Disney. Right. And now all of y'all, all of you have been laid off. It's, it's crazy because I was just talking to my dad. You know, he came home this weekend. Um, and I was talking to him about Disney and I was like, you know, what are your thoughts on Disney? Do you see it possibly going away? And, you know, we both said the same thing. I would not be surprised if Disney or the other two locations closed down for good. And the reason why I say that is because the layoffs that they've been having have been significant. You know, it hasn't been like a hundred here, a hundred there. They just laid off 32,000 employees. Mm-hmm. Thirty-two thousand, and and we're talking about employees who are now who are still living in this state. Yes, like where do they go? Where do they find another job at? And, and and this is my thing. Like, okay, it's only three like Disney Worlds or Disneyland or whatever. It's the one in Japan or overseas. You have the one in California. And you have Orlando, and you have the J- one in Paris. Paris. So that's four. So those that are overseas have not been full go for a period of time because of COVID. Uh LA has been pretty much shut down, at least theme parts, because of COVID. And they just went back on a stay-at-home order as of today. Or the one in Florida has been the one pretty much trying to carry the weight, but even then they're not making the money that they should, they would have been making because, you know, a lot of families spend big bucks to come during holiday time to Disney world to get that experience, whether it's summertime, whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's Christmas, because they have different events for the holidays, but they're not getting, and they've they've taken away all those big things, right? They're not doing parades anymore. Yep. But they right, you can't meet and greet with the characters like how right. they usually would do. Right. <laughs> and and that's the thing. And then you look at it this way. So in my eyes, to be honest, I'm like, there had to have been some mismanagement of the money. Maybe some people that have not, you know, maybe somebody from up top taking money or I don't know, something in my eyes is not sitting right with this because Disney has been beating everybody across the head with their ticket prices. Necessarily think it's mismanaging of the money. It's just we don't want to spend out. It costs more money to keep us open than it would be to shut us down. I don't think there's any mismanaging of the money. I think the money is right there. We just don't want to spend it. Because it's like now, I, I will say because I have a few clients who are Disney employees. Mm-hmm. They have opted to pay them out. I don't know if this is all the cast members, but most of them have gotten. Um, I also have clients who are still working, mm-hmm. um, but the ones who have been laid off, they, whenever they got laid off, I think they're they're being told that they're be they will be paid up until the end of the year, mm-hmm. and then from then that they can file for unemployment, something like that. They gave them some sort of severance package, mm-hmm. um, so they are still trying to help them. Mm-hmm. It's just, it costs more for me to keep you. I got to pay insurance. I got to pay um, unemployment taxes on you. I have to pay. There's a lot that a, a business has to do just to keep their employee. And if you're not, if we're not making the money, then I, I can't. Right. I can't hold on to you as a liability. It, I can't. And then you got to realize, you know, they're not making the money they used to 
So the the run these park it costs money the lights because you don't cut off the lights inside the different types of buildings you got the AC that has to constantly run so you still got the same exactly. bills for these big parts and then you got maintenance to make sure everything's still running you right you got to make sure the buses are running you got to make sure the monorail got gas in right it. you got to you got to make sure everything is still running they they can't have open the the right. the park Right. They have to fully open it. Right. They can't just have certain areas just shut down, like you said. Right. So, because if I'm going to pay a hundred and whatever dollars to go to this park, I want to make sure everything needs to be open and able for me to use. Right. Right. You can't keep charging because they haven't. Let me tell you something. They have not reduced their prices. Right. At all. They have not. They haven't even tried to work because that was one thing that we discussed as well. Like the difference between Disney and Universal, what I've seen is that at least with Universal, once you buy a ticket, they allow you to come back another time with before the end of the year. They let you reuse mm-hmm. your ticket because they're trying Disney to still make money. That. Yeah, they're still trying Disney to make money. They figure <laughs> they figure if you come back, you'll at least buy some trinkets, you'll buy some food, you'll buy these different things just to keep people in the mode to come back and having people around. Disney's still gonna hit you over the head with like a one ninety price per adult. Then you gotta pay for parking. Mm-hmm. Um the only good thing that they have you is where you can bring food. Yeah, and, but the only and good thing is you can bring in your own food at Disney. But who's trying to you carry a, a cooler of shit around? <laughs> you can't carry that shit on no rides. Right. Who wants so to... you're going to buy that $10 hot dog and you're going to buy <laughs> that $12 burger and the souvenir. Don't forget the... Fries. That's what you're going to do. And don't forget the $20 souvenir cup. Because you have to get the... And you got to get Mickey ears. So... Yeah. <laughs> Because the kids going to cry for the like Mickey yourself. ears. Don't even bring your children. Yeah. Because <laughs> the kids going to get the Mickey the ears. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's just a lot of different things that are affected. And it's just like, we. it's crazy because before this pandemic, we thought Disney was the most secure thing ever. Like, even mm-hmm. when it came to stops. Disney probably thought they were the most secure thing ever. <laughs> even when it like, comes down to stocks. It was like, Disney is the is a stock you want to get. It was expensive, but you knew yeah. it was going to be a fucking around. And I was talking to my dad again, because we talked stocks and everything. I'm like, you might want to get into it. Because I'm like, if they're letting go 32000 now, just imagine once the new year starts, they're going to let more people go. Because they're not going to get that holiday crowd in when they have the shows and the lights the only reason i think that they can they will be able to survive a little bit is because of the state that they're in right we we are not shut down we don't even have a mask mandate we don't have shit okay Mm -hmm. nothing everything is open right but that's what i'm saying we're the only we're the only disney park that is trying to keep the uh, every all of them afloat but even our park is not making the money that it was making per day or a week because you have right. those people but that people are, are more people are coming there more coming to florida more right now right because florida is open and they can go to the park right but that's the only reason why i said they'll probably sustain a little bit longer because i'm sure disney had an overflow of employees and stuff they had more right. than they needed because right. anybody could get a job at disney at any time Right. There's not a time that Disney's not hiring. You can 
you can land in Florida today, go to the to fill out application and be hired tomorrow. Sometimes you could be hired the day of. Right now, so, now don't 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 get her and, wrong, guys. She's not talking about the actress. She's talking about like the gate scanner and the yeah, sweeping yeah, person yeah, around. Yeah. You can definitely, <laughs> yeah, you can definitely get. You could be the sweeper in you know in Magic Kingdom. You could always get a job if you really want something at right. Disney. So I feel for that. And because people are still coming here, now if Florida gets shut down or Florida starts having some sort of mandate, then I can see there being, okay, like, yeah, they right. may end up closing for real, for real. Right. But it, just because of the way, I mean, I, I'm, I know people now are still going to Disney. Right. I'm like, why? Right. You feel safe there? You know, the, my <laughs> you clients feel who are employees, you know, and they're like, yeah, the parks, the parks are still full, not like crazy capacity like how they usually is but enough right en- enough people are still going right i feel like and it- people have um that bought packages or mm-hmm. bought vacations already you know already had it they right. can play they're honoring them their hotels a lot of their hotels are still open their resorts are still open right so yeah, it's pretty much mm. the one in Orlando that's trying to keep the others afloat. So I wouldn't be surprised if they had to start closing parks down. It would be the ones overseas first, and then the yeah. one in California. I feel I feel like if they had to get rid of all of them, they would leave the Orlando one because that is the only one that is making money and can still make money. Right. Because when you hear of Disney, you think of the original Disney World, which is Orlando, right. place of dreams. But- even if they don't, they're gonna make money off of Disney Plus because you know everybody well, see, got Disney Plus over the summer. Well, and see, that was another thing we discussed. Services. We discussed like they can also sell off different things that they purchase, like Marvel. They can sell that off to somebody to keep an influx of money, or maybe partner to mm-hmm. where they will still receive money. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's very, it's very hard to see everything transpiring because a year ago we would have never predicted this ever. No, no. If you think about it, this is kind of like this is this is a year for me um, hearing about COVID mm-hmm. because I heard about it from a client of mine who does who teaches the um, Asian kids. She mm-hmm. keeps, keeps, teaches kids online English, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I remember she came to get her hair done before it was before Thanksgiving and her talking about how um, they were quarantined because they got this thing going on over there. Mm -hmm. And I remember having a brief conversation and she was like, you know, the kids are home, but I'm still teaching. They still making them go to school or whatever. And I kind of was like, oh, okay, you know, that's weird. You know, the kid, they got the kids at home going to school or whatever, but (laughs) she was like, that didn't stop, you know, it didn't stop them. And we also were trying to say like how um, the Asians are so serious about their education because while they have this whole thing going on where people are dying off, they got the kids at home going to school. Like it didn't stop. And that was in November of last year. It mm-hmm. is officially a whole year of COVID. Yes, a full-blown year. For other countries, it started since October, November. Yes. We didn't really get our, you know, hit of it until February, right. March. Right. So, it's already been a full year for some places. Because I remember when it first happened, everybody was making jokes, talking about, oh, it's the bat, it's the bat virus, they eat bats over there, and... You know, we'll never get that. We it can't get across the water like that. It doesn't swim. 
you know, and now look at us now. <laughs> look, we got the highest we, death rate. We, we are the dumb. We look the dumbest out here. Mm-hmm. We can't get shit right. We're kill. A, a lot of us are dying. The most people are dying in America. It's just yeah. a. It's a mess. Everything here is a mess, and it's it's going to be interesting to see how we try to rebuild the country, how we try to rebuild one another. And I want to see if the world will become more compassionate. Just individuals. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is going to make people become more compassionate seeing the struggles. You know, because people are affected by this. They, and they, have, to, they have to be willing to see the struggle. They have to. That, you are asking individuals who live in a country, and I really truly believe that this is just something that's going on um, in the United States because mm-hmm. other countries live differently and they respect each other in a different way mm-hmm. The citizens. You know, like they, they, right. they live different in other countries. Right. Um, you're asking people who live in a country who makes everything about your personal experience, your person, everything is about the individual. Right. Right. We don't, we don't function as a whole unit. It's mm-hmm. like when we say in the black culture, we don't function as a whole unit. So you're now telling these people who have lived their life all about them and the entitlement of them to stop for a second, stop thinking about yourself and think about somebody next to you. Think about, you don't even know, your neighbor right next to you maybe have nothing in their refrigerator every day. Right. Uh, the person you sit next to at work that you don't, cause you, you, I go to work, I don't talk to them people that work. The person sitting next to you may be struggling. Their grandparent may have died or their mother may have died from COVID. Right. The person at the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? You you have to come outside of your own self and be like, damn, people are really going through some shit. And I, I need to not focus so much on me, but realize that we're hurting as a country as a whole. Right. I think, but we can't even do that. How how do you get? I think I think what, what I feel like is going to help us get there or at least help more people understand and be more compassionate is because this COVID has not stopped it has not not affected anyone even those that were making six figures that thought you know they'll never be at the bottom they worked hard to get to where they got to a lot of those are affected like you said the lady that you spoke about earlier that was making six figures and you know now she's on unemployment making 200 and something dollars every week versus making probably like three thousand a week like it has i think this is has cause a lot of people to be humbled on every level not every millionaire or you know six-figure person is affected by it but i'm pretty sure they had a family member or a cousin or somebody that they knew that was affected by it and so the position of nobody that i know is untouchable everybody has good jobs it has caused them to actually see that the world does not discriminate the virus does not discriminate these jobs do not discriminate I know people that have had jobs for 20 plus years and got laid off. Mm-hmm. No one is exempt yeah. before it was like, you know, someone got fired where they shouldn't have done that, whatever they did to get fired or if or, they get laid off. I'm just doing layoffs and you're like, damn, they don't sold us out for, for, uh, 
some people overseas, they're going to pay them less money. They, you know, right. they just let go of the whole department. Right. Yeah, now it's, it's, it's none of that. Right. It's right. literally, we cannot afford to keep you. We don't have the resources to keep paying you, paying your insurance, putting into your 401k, all of these liabilities, paying the taxes on the business and on the employees, paying unemployment tax, all these things. They don't have it. Right. Exactly. It, 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 it's, it's hard. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. I just... I'm just me personally. I think I'm just trying to figure out how I can help others in this season. That is my main goal. Um, I know last episode I talked about going to Washington. I don't know if I'm going anymore because, you know, the cases are steady rising. I'm a bit bummed about Mm -hmm. it, but I'm not too upset. And I feel like the money that I would have put towards that trip, I can use a little bit of money, money to try to give back in some way this season. Mm -hmm. You know, just to, I guess, ease my own heart. Because I, I don't think I would be able to sleep knowing that, you know, I was comfortable where I stay at and it's others that are struggling that could have used whether I give five dollars or five hundred dollars, they could have used it. You know? So I think that is what I'm gonna focus on these next few weeks in finding ways to to just try to help. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. I will, look, I will see what I can do. <laughs> not, because, not because I don't want to help, but I, I just want my, my help to be I'll see what so I can do. I probably, I probably will look for somebody that I know really needs something. And, you know, it'll I will probably see what be I somebody that's do. more connected to me. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. Like, I ain't helping nobody with shit. No, I just, I just want to make sure that my my <laughs> that me helping is intentional. I want to make sure everything I do this year is intentional. Shut up. I didn't mean to say it like that. All I'm saying is, you're not gonna see me in no kiss for tot giving out gifts for kids. That's that's not happening. Okay. Oh my god. But. If I could, you know, I don't, I don't know. It, it's got to be something more meaningful than the kid getting the little toy truck for me. I can't. It got to. It got to be something else. I think I'm we sorry. should. I think so. we should look into maybe like sponsoring a family for the holidays, whether it's like a meal, you know, for the time being, like buying things for a family. Like if we know a family that's like just in need, you know, of course they want the kids want yeah. toys, but like sponsor them, like hey. We're going to get you maybe $300 worth of groceries. And we're going to make yeah. sure you got some food for these two weeks that these kids are home. Because, yeah, some kids are working or doing school remotely, but now they're home with no schoolwork, nothing to keep them occupied. So what do kids like to do when okay. they're unoccupied? Eat. Mm-hmm. So And run up that light bill. Exactly. So I think that if you take the if we take the burden off or at least attempt to take some of the burden off of putting food on the table... Um, that'll, that'll be a big help because if they can't get food to cook, guess where they're going? They're going to fast food restaurants. Right. So either way, it's going to have to be something, um, to help them out. So if there is a family in need, you know, I'm, I'm more than willing to help. So I'll put that out there. And I I know you'll see what you can do. (laughs) 
I'm so sorry. That sounded really bad. I, I what I'm what I was trying to say. Look, you ain't got to explain to nobody. Ever I Alright guys um, If you're not following us already You can follow us on Instagram at Balance and Water um, You can listen to us on all Pretty much all platforms for podcasts We're on Apple Podcasts If, you're on, if you have an iPhone listen on there You can subscribe It'll notify you when a new episode is uploaded. Um, leave us a comment, review, whatever. Um, we're on Spotify, um, Google Play, um, Amazon Podcast. We're on SoundCloud. We're pretty much everywhere that you can look and listen to a podcast. We are there. So give us a shout out. Um, tag us in a post in a story or something. Let us know what you think. Um, if you want to email us, you can at balanceofwater at yahoo.com or balanceofwater at gmail.com. Um, is there anything else you want to say to them? Um, no. Okay. That's, that's it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we appreciate you listening this week. Sorry that we're getting this episode up so late, but it may be a little bit delayed this month because um, I am quite busy on the weekends now. Um, but we're going to try to make sure we get them out on Mondays for you guys. All right. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.